some shit I wrote about when I was broke. See the power of the mind is not a joke. Man, I said that I would do it. And I hey, what's up, guys? This is Steve, and welcome back to Golden State of Mind, the podcast where we focus on mindset and improving our future. If you guys are new to the show, welcome. And as I always say, if you get any value from this, please share it with your friends and family so that we can all grow and improve together. It's always easier when we have someone on our team on the same path that we are. We have someone to hold us accountable. We have someone to talk about this stuff with. And we just have somebody that's rooting for us to make improvements. It makes life easier and it makes us all win. Today, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my personal life so that it can maybe help someone who's going through the same thing or maybe help prevent somebody so that they don't have to go through some of the same things that I've been through. And I want to congratulate my wife, Diane, because she has been sober for three years now with hard liquor. There are a lot of people out there who enjoy drinking. There are a lot of people who also abuse this. They have a hard time saying no. They always want to be at every weekend event drinking with their friends. And there's no limit. There's no in-between. There's no discipline. And there's no saying no. The younger you are, you may not think is as important. But as you get older... It becomes a worse habit to deal with. It becomes a problem and it can have long-term damage in your life with everything as far as making poor decisions. Everything bad can happen when you're abusing a substance. If you know anyone who maybe has a substance abuse issue, you may want to share this episode with them. They may get some value out of this and they may learn something. But just to start I want to say congratulations to my wife, Diane, for being able to stay sober for three years now without drinking hard liquor. She doesn't drink beer either, but will have a glass of wine from time to time or champagne to celebrate or to have for dinner. Nothing on a abusive level, but just something to enjoy, all in moderation. So to rewind back and give you guys some of our story... I have been with my wife for 10 years now, and I have been married to her for four years. Within the four years, we've had ups and downs. Married, getting married didn't solve everything. So if anyone thinks marriage solves the problems, it doesn't. As long as you're dealing with the problems together and trying to solve them, then there's a fighting chance. And when the other person in the relationship isn't doing their 50% and not trying to solve the problem, or if they're becoming the problem, then that's where the problem occurs. In our marriage, we started having issues with that because my wife had a drinking problem. For those that don't know me, I'm pretty much sober as it comes. I don't drink, I don't take anything, I don't do anything. And for me, that's just a personal choice. I never really enjoyed it. I've had my times as a teenager where I've drank and to the point where I throw up. I've had my nights. I know what it's like. 
as I've gotten older, I've been more responsible. I've had more things to do. I have more going on with my work. And that's more important to me than going out and getting messed up on the weekend. I like tattooing. I like making money. I like making other people happy. I like going to work. I enjoy my job. And I don't want to be hungover going to work. So I make myself a priority instead of going out on the weekends. That's just my personal choice. There are other people who may not like their job. There may be other people who hate their job. And going out on the weekends is the only time they feel like they can stress relief from what they've had. And they have to drink in order to not go crazy. And that becomes a sad life because it's a downward spiral to where you're now relying on a substance to make you happy because your real life isn't happy. And if that's the case, this is definitely the show for you because we're going to share tools to try to help you to have a life that you are happy with and so you don't have to do that. And a lot of times I think a lot of people don't drink because they find it fun. A lot of times they drink to escape and to not deal with some of the problems that they're going through. And it's just a quick break from reality. What is once short-term gratification turns into long-term destruction. Everything is okay within moderation. I don't think drinking is bad if you can control it. I don't think a beer on the weekends or a shot or something at a dinner is a big deal. But when you start to abuse it, that's when the problem occurs. And sometimes people don't notice it until someone brings it up. And for my wife, she was that type of person. I would always be the designated driver. I would always be the one hanging out. And she would be drinking with her family. She would be drinking with her friends. She would be enjoying her time out. And it would always be me saying, hey, we're leaving in a few hours. Just a heads up. You should start to sober up. Hey, don't keep drinking. You're starting to get sloppy. I'm just letting you know. You can have fun, but you need to watch yourself. I was always that guy. So I was no fun Steve. I was always there killing the buzz, killing the fun, and ruining the party. I was that guy. And so it makes it not fun when we go out because she's not having fun because I'm killing her mood. And I'm not having fun because now she's becoming a burden and I'm babysitting her. And we're not on the same page. And because we're not on the same page, that now causes conflict. Because every time we go out, it becomes a problem. And to the point where we don't even want to go and hang out with each other because we get on each other's nerves. She thinks I'm a problem, I think she's a problem, and nothing gets solved. However, what would happen if we don't hang out together? I'm now at home or work, and she's out and about getting drunk. She may not care, she may not feel responsible, she may not be aware but now I'm left worried, wondering, unsure if she's okay, if she's going to get home safe, or if anything's going to happen to her if she's in a bad situation. I don't know if a guy is going to mess with her. I don't know if she's going to drive home. I don't know what can happen. Anything is possible. And that puts me in a bad situation because now she puts me in a bad situation. And if you're in a relationship, you should never make your partner feel that way. And I've felt that way a number of times in my relationship, but was never appreciated for it. 
or never looked at as I cared. It was always a, I was the problem. When in reality, I was the one who cared and she was the problem. And so as our relationship went on, we rarely had issues when we were together. It was when we would go out with other people. That's when the problem would occur. And so having two kids, we wouldn't go out as often because we're parents and we're working. But when the times did come around to where we would go out, that's when the problems would happen. And that would give more reason for her to want to drink because we don't go out as often. So if I go out once a month, I'm going to make sure I go all out and I have the best time ever because I'm not going to go out again for a few more weeks or for a while until the next birthday or event. And I'm all about having fun. I'm all about hanging out and having a good time. I have no problem with that. And I only asked two simple things. I said, here, let's try to find a solution. If you are drinking, all I ask is that you don't drink in front of the kids because they're now getting older and they are aware. They're understanding what it is to be drunk. They know who is and who isn't drunk. And they're your daughters. Do you want them to follow in your footsteps? Because they see and they will copy. And if you think it's okay, they are going to think it's okay. And these are my stepdaughters. So I'm talking to her about how to raise her kids. That was number one. Please don't drink with the kids. Number two, if you're driving and I'm not with you, please don't drink also. Because I don't want to have to worry if something is to happen to you. If you were to get into a car accident or if you were to get a DUI. And I always told her, if you get a DUI, call me and let me know. But I'm not going to bail you out. Because you need to experience what it's like so that you don't do it again. And if I bail you out, that's a get out of jail card. And you're not going to know or experience truly what it's like. And you're not going to learn the lesson. And I felt like that was very fair. I don't think I was asking for too much. But for some reason, every time we would go out, the problem would still happen. And I was considering how I can solve this problem without hurting anybody and my choices were sacrifice my happiness so that my kids and wife can be happy or make myself happy love myself and be able to walk away from this relationship because it's unhealthy for me and it doesn't align with my morals and my values and so we got to the point where we went to, I believe, a Thanksgiving or a Christmas get-together at her family's house, one of those. And she just kept drinking with her family. And the same thing, everyone's hanging out, having a good time. However, we have to drive home. We have our kids. We have our responsibilities. So we should be aware of that. I came after work. I drove separately. I met up there and the same thing I said hey you need to drive home you should consider stop drinking maybe eat a little bit and sober up so that you're good to drive because you have the kids with you and she just didn't care and she was still drinking you know she told me okay and then she went and drank you know behind my back or when I wasn't looking like you know just a typical drinking 
and she kept getting even more drunk and to the point where she was now incoherent, barely able to walk, just sloppy. She was a mess. I was heated, to say the least. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't even give a fuck. I'm out of here. It was like 9.30, 10 o'clock. I was like, I'm going home. I honestly don't even care. Like, you can figure it out. I'm taking the kids. I'm going to bring them home. I don't care how you get home. If you stay here, that's on you. Like, do what you want. I'm out. I got the kids ready. I told them, mom's staying here. We're going to go home. And we left. I took the kids home. About 15 minutes later, my wife comes stumbling in through the door. Drunk as hell, incoherent, not knowing what's going on. She's usually not on this level, but tonight she was. And so she comes in and just like mumbling, talking trash to me. You always gotta start shit. You're always the one causing the issues and you always got something to say, blah, blah, blah. I told her, I was like, you know what? I don't want to talk right now. Give me my space. You're drunk. Nothing's going to get solved. I'm trying to make logic with a drunk person, and I'm not going to win. She keeps running her mouth, and she starts to get physical. She pushes me. She bumps into me. She's arguing with me. And I'm already heated. Like, I'm ready to knock her out, but I'm not going to. I wasn't raised that way. I don't believe in that. And I have enough self-discipline and control to walk away. If I was to ever put hands on her, it would have been that night. And that's when I knew I wanted to get a divorce, when she made me feel that way. And she started pushing me and, you know, to the point where I had to get out of that room because I knew if I didn't, something would happen. And I was aware of and I could have prevented And so left the room as fast as possible and she ended up passing out. And she woke up the next day on the floor. She woke up as the nicest person in the world. I slept on the couch outside and I started my day, you know, I made breakfast, I was cleaning, I was getting all set up to go to work. And she woke up and was just like, babe, Why am I on the floor? What happened? And it just kept me in the mood of pissed off. All I saw was red. I was ready to kill her. I was like, I don't have time to talk to you. I'm going to work. I have nothing I want to say to you. And she was just like, what happened last night? I was so drunk. And I was like, if you don't know what happened, that's a problem. If this happens again, you're not going to be with me. We're going to separate. And I said, I'm not happy with you. And I'm considering getting a divorce because I don't want to be with someone like you. And you're not getting any better. You're only getting worse, which tells me you don't care. You don't care about me. You don't care about my relationship with you. And you don't care about your kids. And I was like, I'm not cool with that. I don't want to be with someone like that. And that's where I hold my boundaries. I have my self-love and I hold my ground. And if that means I have to get a divorce and I've only been in a marriage for one year with you, then so be it. I'll take that loss and I'll rebuild. I'll figure it out and I'll find someone that aligns with me. And then I left. I went to work and I told her, don't hit me up. Don't talk to me. I have nothing I want to say to you. After work that day, I 
came back, I grabbed my stuff, and I told her, I was like, you know what, I don't even want to be here because I feel like I might do something. I need to cool down. And so I moved out, and I moved back in with my parents for almost a week. And while I was there, I told her I didn't want to talk to her. I wanted nothing to do with her. And she needed to really realize what she did, how she hurt our relationship, how she hurt our family and how she was going to fix things if she wanted to have a future with us. And if she didn't have those answers, then I would have picked up the papers and I would have served her because there's no reason for me to try to make a relationship work if I'm the only one trying. I told her every time she tries to call me is going to be another day that I'm not going to come back home. And if she wanted to test me, she would find out how serious I really was. That was the last time I talked to her for about a week. I finally ended up moving back in and her response to me was she was sorry. She didn't mean to do what she did. And that time alone gave her time to reflect and think about the decision she's been making. How she was a bad wife, how she was a bad mom, how she was a bad person to herself and how it affected us all. Her actions not only hurts herself, they hurt her kids and they hurt me. She puts all of the people she loves in jeopardy. And for what? Absolutely nothing. She finally was aware of that. And she realized that when she drinks, she doesn't do it in moderation. She can't just have one drink and then it's over. She has to have every drink, every shot, every 20 minutes with everybody and she has to participate and because of that she chose to make the decision to no longer drink she promised me that day that she would no longer have any liquor because her relationship was more important than drinking and I told her that's all great to hear but you have to prove it in order for me to stay in this relationship and if you can't prove it then there's no reason for me to stay in this relationship and I'm still going to leave. She told me that she would do whatever she could in her ability to show me that it was not talk and it was action so that our relationship could work and we can grow and move forward from this problem. Like I said, we didn't go out as much and so because we were always home, she never had any temptation to want to drink because she wasn't around her friends or family or anybody else. But now, when things started coming back around, when birthdays started coming around, she started having the temptation again. She started being around all the people offering her shots and drinks and take one, come on. And it's a lot harder to say no when you're in those situations. It's a lot of people pleasing and you're caring about what people think about you and you don't want to be the one missing out. And so you give in and peer pressure wins and you end up drinking even when you don't want to. It happens to everybody, but she didn't. And when people would ask her, hey, do you want to take another shot? She would give them this look like, I can't. You already know why. And she would give them a look at me and kind of like roll her eyes or like give them a head nod like Steve's here. And I wasn't okay with that. And so I said, deals off. I don't want to be with you because you're not taking ownership 
you should be able to say to any of your friends, you know what, I don't want to drink tonight because I can't control my liquor. And Steve said he was going to divorce me. And so my family is more important than drinking. And I guarantee you no one would have asked her to drink. But because she couldn't build up the courage, because she couldn't own up to her mistakes, she tried to blame it on me. She tried to put it on me for why she couldn't drink. I wasn't cool with that. Because that's not someone I want to be with. And I told her that. And I said the deal's off. Because you aren't doing your part. You're doing it in a shady way. And you're putting it all on me as if I'm the problem. And if I'm the problem, then I can go. I don't need to be in this relationship. And she apologized again because she was aware that she was wrong. She was aware that she didn't have enough courage to speak up and say these things. And from there, she learned to have more self-discipline. She learned to be more self-aware. She learned to have more confidence in herself and not to be scared of what people think about her. And now, since that day, whenever people ask her to drink, she says no. She says she doesn't want to and she's not interested in liquor. She says she won't participate and she tells them why. And I'm extremely proud for her that she was able to do that. And I'm extremely proud that she's been able to do it for the past three years straight. Even when I'm not around, even behind my back, she doesn't do it. She doesn't do it with her family. She doesn't do it with her friends. And like I said, I'm extremely proud that she was able to overcome that. Not only for herself, but for her relationship. And most importantly, for her kids. Because I feel like they would be the ones who would have suffered the most. And their suffering isn't fair because of the decisions she made. Usually a lot of times people say like, don't discuss your relationship. Don't discuss your personal life. Like that's all behind closed doors. But I feel like this message is something so many people deal with and so many people go through. And alcohol is something that really messes up a lot of people. I have tons of friends who have DUIs. I have tons of friends who live just to drink every weekend. And they are in this circle of that's all they look forward to is drinking on the weekends. And I've slowly stopped hanging out with them because it's completely opposite of what I'm working towards. It's not because I dislike them. It's just we have different goals. And in order for me to reach my goal, that's a distraction. It slows me down and that makes my goal farther out from accomplishing. So it's not a personal thing. It's just I'm working towards something that requires more of my time and attention. And if it doesn't align with me, I don't make time for it. Sharing this story, I hope, helps somebody to understand that nobody's perfect, relationships aren't perfect, and there's no such thing as a happy ending. Like, just because I love my wife and she loves me doesn't mean we're going to last forever. Relationships are year by year, month by month. What takes years to build can take minutes to destroy. If you are in control, if you are aware of this, and you have stuff to lose, you should take into consideration not putting yourself into a bad situation or putting your relationship at risk to losing this. For me, my relationship is important. That's my peace. That's my happiness. That's my purpose. Along with tattooing, the shop, 
working on myself and all that as well. I don't put myself in situations that can hurt us. Meaning, if I'm scared of temptation, I'm not going to the strip club because I know there's going to be temptation there. I can get in trouble. I know if I go out to the bar, there's going to be drunk people. I know there's a high probability that I can get into a fight. I stay away from that. I know certain places that I should be at and I shouldn't be at. And if I know that there's a higher chance of a problem happening, most likely I'm going to try to avoid that. Not because I'm scared, but because I'm smarter now. Because I've learned from the past when I have been in those places and those problems have occurred. And just like anything, you learn from your lessons. And I'm not trying to repeat the same problems that I've had before. If you guys are in a relationship or if you guys are going to be in a relationship, eventually it's going to happen. And this is just knowledge for you guys to know that nothing is perfect and there's no fake perfect story picture here i share it all the time on instagram about how it's hard work every day you have to show up it's all about communication and it's all about boundaries and showing that you love yourself and a lot of people are scared to do that because they may just allow these things to happen they may just allow the other person to do what they want because they're scared to lose them and they rather live a miserable life, an unhappy life, an unhealthy life in order to not be alone. And that's not cool. You need to learn to love yourself first and you need to learn to have boundaries. Because if you don't have that, then people are just going to walk all over you. And I love myself enough to be willing to walk away from all of it. And that's what it took in order for our relationship to change and be healthy. And like I said, I'm all about moderation. I'm all about having a good time. And you don't have to be on that level to have a good time. And if you do, then maybe you just require a little more work or you need to find another way to have fun. Some people think drinking every weekend is fun. For me, I think making thousands of dollars is fun. I think going on vacation a few times a year to places we've never been is fun. I think buying anything whenever I want is fun. So we just have different things that we find fun. And that's okay. But I'm pretty sure if you guys were in my situation, if you guys were in my shoes, you would maybe consider the exact same thing. And if you guys work on yourself, you can have those things also. And then you don't have to turn to drinking to try to solve your problem. Or drinking as the only time you have fun. You can now do other things to have fun. It's problem solving and fixing so that you don't have to go over the same thing over and over without getting any results. If you know my wife, make sure you congratulate her. Make sure you let her know how proud you are that she was able to accomplish this. Let her know if you got any value from this and share it with her if her story helped you in any way. Because we all go through some sort of struggles. If it's not one thing, it's another. No one's perfect. The only problem is when you don't want to deal with it and you don't want to fix it. When you allow it to get out of control. So stay in control and fix your weaknesses, guys. Especially the ones that hurt other people. If you care about them, that's the last thing you want to do. And it takes a little bit of responsibility, a little bit of self-discipline and awareness. 
and just showing up every day. If she can do it, anyone can do it. And I'm like I said, I'm extremely happy that she was able to rise to the occasion and save our relationship. And her doing that shows me how much she cares about me. And that's what makes our relationship so strong. And thank you guys all for listening. Everything starts in the mind. Golden state of mind, guys.